0: <laughs> uh i'm just reading this last two minute report <laughs> uh, yeah this is fun let's talk about this right now on the lockdown celtics podcast be ever ready recognize the city of Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number eighteen, Tatum and Brown, J team step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O'B. Corraling above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, Pete John on replay. Prime time, up the truth on the sideline. Brandon J's how we started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there. Welcome back to the lockdown Celtics podcast. It's right here in the lockdown podcast network. It's your team every day. And I got you covered every day with a free fresh podcast Monday through Friday, normally plus bonus podcasts when they play on a weekend day, like this Saturday, when they play the Houston Rockets at home, email Yodoka comes back. I will be there. I will give you a podcast on Saturday night as well. Cause I got more than five days a week for you. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast, watch the show on YouTube Get into that comment section. Let me know about what you think, uh, whatever I'm talking about. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers, you get 150 bucks in bonus bets. Just place a $5 bet. That's it. $150 with any bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Later on, we'll talk a little bit about the games coming up. We'll have a little bit of a conversation here about the some of the stuff we didn't talk about with the Indiana Pacers, but... Uh, the NBA makes things worse, so much worse. I, I wasn't didn't want to talk about the fouls and all that stuff, but uh, then the last two-minute report came out, so I decided this would be a great time to get Tom Westerholm on the show. Tom, we get to talk about referees again. I love it. This is this is fun. Uh, You you know, I love this because
1: it lets me bust out my absolute favorite take, which is that like NBA refs are like, I know people complain about them all the time, but they might be the last basketball refs on earth. Like if you ask any, like any lower level basketball team or, you know, AD or uh, AAU coach, the amount of trouble people have finding referees is crazy. (laughs) Like this refereeing crisis is only going to get worse because nobody wants to be a referee. So.
0: No one. Why, why would you? Why would, why you, would you want to you?
1: be a referee? You got to be a psycho. You got to be crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, these guys want to be refs, and uh, yeah. so, some might argue that they're not great at it. Uh, actually, okay. So this is the part where I say they are the best and the best basketball officials in the world. Uh, but they're the, the last,
1: only basketball officials in the world.
0: <laughs> the the last minute report. Like, okay. So what gets me? is the way they phrase it. So for people who didn't see it, here's the setup. Jalen Brown, all of that stuff uh, they said was correct. They they got it, they got it right. Uh, but after that, they made a mistake. They said, oops, we didn't call uh, an illegal screen on Miles Turner. Uh, and also the file call on Christophs Porzingis was incorrect. So side note, the Celtics blew uh, challenge earlier in the game on what was it, it was a offensive foul it was is a yeah. in the offensive way, foul with his elbow
1: kind of yeah swinging around a little bit I that, that was a Matt Reynolds you're pretty good at this but that, that was a weird challenge
0: so yeah so I think the Celtics have said like because I I did a story on this like Matt Reynolds gives like the the yes or no from the sideline. And then Joe kind of like rarely overrules him. He'll go with like, he'll support the player from time to time and be like, okay, Jalen, I will, I will support you in this and, and make this, you know, make this challenge. However, side note, I think Joe Missoula is going to go to like Jalen and be like, Hey, you know what? We burned a challenge on based, based on you, and we were wrong, right? So we're not going to do that anymore in the first three quarters. Now, but Joe has said in the first three quarters, we only want to challenge out-of-bounds calls yeah. because those are easy to see. They are often wrong, and you're not asking a referee to change a judgment call. It's just, oh, I didn't see it go off his hands or whatever. And you you have a great chance at winning those. That's why their challenge record is very good. Yeah. Not having the challenge for the Porzingis foul would have like if they had it there, they, that should have, according to the last two-minute report, been overturned. Yeah. And Boston would have gotten the ball back uh at that point. And so I think it's fair for Joe to go to his his guys and be like. I'm, I'm not going to listen to you guys because you're emotional and you don't, you, you can say what you got to say, but you have to understand that I listened to you. I blew it. I blew a challenge and we didn't have it at the end. And the refs are, he, you can even say it this way. If you want, the refs are so bad that I have to have a challenge at the end to save us from them. And that's, that, that would be the end of it. Uh, because if they had the challenge that who knows how this game would have gone, would have gone to overtime. Who knows? But regardless, the fact that they said in the last two minute report that the contact on the head for Jalen Brown was incidental and it says, as the rule, book, this is a direct quote, as the rule book makes clear, the mere fact that the contact occurs does not necessarily constitute a foul contact, which is incidental to an effort by a player to defend an opponent, reach a loose ball or perform a normal defensive or offensive movement is not considered illegal. So Tom, Jalen Brown getting hit in the head while going up for a jump shot. Not a foul. Apparently. I love this because what they're saying is the head is
1: literally part of the ball in this instance. Right. Cause like there was right. contact made. I mean, I'm I like, mean, I mean, huh. like, right. Like, I don't know. Like
0: what, how else am I supposed to interpret this? And like, Jalen was, was think- joking after the game and said, you know, the head was part of the ball. And he goes, no, they didn't actually say that, but, they're in saying is. that
1: <laughs> that's kind of what this says. I mean, look, I, I, I think they got it wrong. I think, and, and I, this is a weird one too, because like, you know, like, okay, so, so you can, you can make it results based, right? Like Jalen missed the shot badly. Is he, I mean, I'm not saying he was going to make that
0: shot for sure, but like he, missed he wasn't going to miss it that enough that it looked badly. Affected. What's that? He wasn't going to miss the shot, Jalen Brown in that situation. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not missing a shot by that much. That's, if he's- that's what I'm saying. It looked affected, you know, like it was, the
1: shot was affected by the contact and like that. Okay. So that's, that's thing one, right? Thing two, it's like, okay, how, okay. So how much contact to the head is allowed? <laughs> like, like, because right. there was this whole push to try to make sure that guys didn't get hit in the head, but now we're saying like, okay, some hit in the head is fine. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It affects the shot. Like, Okay. Like at some point here, we're we're starting to, you know, really get into uh, degrees uh, of things. I, I mean, look, it's the NBA just comes off looking bad here. I think because they've, you know, I mean, like, like you think back to there was a much more blatant foul right last year. I, I think a lot of people want to draw the comparison to um, the Lakers game last year, right, where where the Celtics right. blatantly fouled LeBron James. The NBA sure, yeah. came out like groveling, apologizing, yeah. like. Yeah. This keeps us up at night. We're so sorry. And yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that, you know, not that doesn't need to happen every time. That shouldn't have happened that time. That was weird. You could just come out. And that say, was yeah, weird. We we messed that up, guys. Our bad. And it's like that that doesn't fix anything, but at least that's some accountability. At least that's some, like, yeah, we got this one wrong. And this is not that. And like, so so we're left then, you know, those of us who watch the game to either be like, okay, well, I accept this and I'm gonna move on, or be like What's like? <laughs> foul. Like, and I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's what it's 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 a little bit crazy making because that was that 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 was a, a very clear one, right? Contact to the head. I mean, Buddy Hield very clearly seems to have told Joe Mazula like, yeah, I kind of fouled him. Like, the only people who disagree is the NBA, and they just kind of come yeah. off looking defensive here. I feel like, and then you know, and and they've they've covered their tracks in this way that is very um, convenient, right. Where they're like, well, we didn't get the Jalen Brown one wrong. Um, and, and, we, and we, but, but the one that we couldn't look at, you know, we would have, we would have reversed the poor Zingas one if we could have, but you didn't have your challenge. So, you know, that it just yeah, kind yeah. Of turns into this, like, really, this is more on you than it's on us. <laughs> <laughs> that looks worse too. So it's just a mess all around, man. I mean, I think, you know, the, the, the thing that everybody's going to have to do and the thing that the Celtics I'm sure are working toward doing right now is just kind of, letting it go there's big games coming up there's there's much more important games coming up much more important moments coming up than the end of a you know a tough back-to-back with without you know your one of your superstar players and um you know it was it was a winnable game but i don't know that the celtics should necessarily feel like they deserved to win like they, i don't think they played that great um which i'm sure we're gonna about to get into but yeah i mean i think If if you're a Celtics fan and you want to feel aggrieved and frustrated, this is the game (laughs) to feel aggrieved and frustrated about. Because yeah, like that was a pretty bad
0: one. I never, I never like talking about the officials or the officiating. And as I always say, there's there's a million other things that could have gone differently. That, that would have won them this game. But this last two-minute report... Look, I'm sorry. This is what people are talking about right now because this last two-minute report, man, just the game is on in the background right now. I have an NBA TV on my TV in front of me. And that, this is the play that actually was just... They just showed it. He very clearly gets hit in the head. I mean, I just don't understand. it. The, the If the NBA had just come out and said, it was wrong. It was the wrong interpretation. Sorry. Like... It would have been it wouldn't have been a whole segment, that's for sure. No. I would have just been like, you know, hey, you know what? They blew it. You, you own it and you move on. You know, right. They were they gonna issue a LeBron type of apology, like, oh no, we're so sad that we blew this car. But no, uh, that that was just whatever, whatever. But you're right, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. Uh it's over. It's done. They're not replaying anything. It's over. Forget it. And but they did I just get thought, so we move on. They yeah, and that's it. That's it, and uh, I know we got to go to break,
1: but the game's the game, right? This happened last year. The Lakers got screwed, and Celtics fans justifiably, I think, were just like, hey, hey, and like, you know yeah. what? The opposite is also true. Sometimes you get screwed too. So
0: that's know. that's how it goes. That's right. That's right. That's right. You're right. Be mad about it. Fine. Go, go scream. Through. Fine. Go. But. That, yeah, there's 29 teams laughing at at the Celtics right now, going, "Ha, <laughs> yeah. yeah." So that's it. Uh, all right, let's let's get to some of the other stuff from this game uh, before we move forward uh, with the games that are coming up. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. NFL season, the regular season done. We're heading into the playoffs now. You get into the action yourself with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers, you get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed. All you have to do is put $5 down. You're basically buying for $5, $150 in bonus bets, and maybe you can win that bet and get a little something extra. 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose on an app that is very easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet. You can do live, same-game parlays, so stack up bets on things like the uh points, you know, Tatum's points uh tomorrow, uh, whatever, So Porzingis rebounds, any of build your parlay. You can go into the parlay hub and see what the uh, popular parlays are. Maybe you can find one that you want to get in on. You can find new bets on the explore tab, plenty more. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on, make your first bet. a layup. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. And I will say that you can use their tools to make sure that you are setting your limits, setting your parameters, set your budget, all of that stuff, protect yourself. So you can go ahead and have some fun while gambling responsibly. Thank you for making lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out lockdown NBA. I'm back on lockdown NBA since the Celtics don't play on Tuesday for the first time in forever. Uh, I will be joined by Jake Madison as usual when I'm on there talking all kinds of fun things, Draymond green, plenty to talk about, uh, in the NBA. So check out lockdown NBA, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get back into this conversation with Tom Westerholm. Uh, I didn't talk enough, I think, in, in yesterday's – because yesterday's game was uh, – yesterday's podcast was more about all this stuff and, and Jalen Brown. I didn't think they had uh, – they used Porzingis enough, and, and I don't think I gave Drew Holiday enough love for the game that he had. Uh, in fact, let me let me start with Porzingis. I don't think they used Porzingis enough. I think he's such a, a mismatch, obviously, that sometimes I think they get away with uh, from him too much. Uh, and they don't use the mismatch that he is. Uh, part of it is you want them to move the ball. You want them to play that that style. But I think, I think playoff basketball, they're going to have to start playing some playoff-style basketball here. And sometimes why not make it a point, be like, hey, you know what? Third quarter, when things were going south for the Celtics, let's just feed Porzingis. Let's just dump it into Porzingis and start answering their runs rather than trying to play a different let, let's just say hey this is our run stopping offense let's get it to porzingis in the post let's get some buckets cuz that's the all you got to do is score here let's just get some buckets and not worry about uh all the other stuff their their energy is off the charts go to porzingis in that moment
1: yeah and i mean i like that you know kind of slowing it down a little bit getting trying to break up that a little bit. I will say, I think the Pacers have one of the few rosters in the NBA with like enough bigs to kind of make like, like they, they've got a lot of bigs and, and like a lot of guys who they can kind of throw at him. A lot of different looks they can kind of put together that that throw that off a little bit. I did think, I mean, Porzingis, I believe he had seven assists. Um, He was, yeah. he had quite a few really nice passes. So, I mean, it's not like he was completely uninvolved. Uh, You know, he was, he was kind of moving the ball around, got some, um, some of those were three pointers. Some of those were kind of, you know, roll and kick and um, you know, really nice looks that way. But I mean, I I think, you know, you you look at, you look at him, you look at holiday, like those were those guys. I mean, they, they did play pretty well. Um, I think, I honestly think like this was just one of those games where you like the other team scored 133 points. Like, it, you know, there, there's going to be sure. offensive issues and there's going to be things that you didn't do right. Um, even with Tatum out of the game, but like when, when the other team scores 133, it's almost, you know, it's kind of like, well, it's, you, you scored 131. The offense was pretty good. There's probably a, a few things here and there that you could have tweaked, but, um, you know, kind of feels like the, the, uh, the game was lost on the other end, I guess.
0: Yeah. But I, one thing that I will bring up is Joe Missoula. Uh, it was funny. After the Utah game, where uh, Will Hardy was asked about the Celtics defense, and he said, "Well, the, the Celtics defense starts with their offense," and Joe Missoula damn near had an orgasm on the podium. He's like, "Oh, that's such a that's such a beautiful answer. That's such a great answer. Like, okay, Joe, calm true. down." Man. He like the the Celtics defense is based off their offense. That is um, true, and and they they need to. Um, yes, they needed to get stops. They needed to, they needed to match TJ McConnell's energy and all of that stuff, but they, they also needed to like play the game at their pace and you can, you can either play, you could match TJ McConnell, McConnell's energy and play faster or slow the game down and play at your pace and force them to match yours. They were kind of stuck in between and it's like they didn't dictate the pace they didn't match their pace they they just kind of were slow but not slow with a purpose they were like if you want to play slow that's fine too play a half court run some run some sets run some actions where you do get the mismatch and go from there so that that's where your defense flows off your offense because now you're slowing the game to to a pace that you want to play at. Yeah. And then you're scoring, which means you get to go back and set your defense, which allows you to play better.
1: Right. And I think that brings up an important point about this year's Celtics team, which is they have enough talent that if they're, if, if they are intentional, like if they're the ones who are saying we're going to go fast or we're going to go slow, they're, they have so much talent. They're going to beat everybody like almost every night. Right. Like they're just, if you can do what you want to do, you're good enough that you're going to win. And I, but, and I think that's a good point. Right. Like if to, to your point, like, like that in between game is like, I mean, unless you're doing that on purpose, right. Unless you're trying to put together like a nice, a nice mix of the two. But if you're like, if you're the Celtics, you're good enough that you can, you can run with teams and you can slow teams down. Like Jason Tatum obviously didn't play last night, but he's killing people in isolation. They have, you know, Kristaps Porzingis can can post up. They can go slow, and we've seen how deadly they can be when they run. So it's like, if you do what you do on purpose, you're you're going to be in good shape. And that was, I think, you know, kind of looking back at last night's game, that did seem to be lacking for sure.
0: Yeah. So that that that's my bigger thing. You know, Holiday. I just want to give Holiday some love for you know, bouncing back on offense just because. You know he had that one really bad game against the OKC, just a, a horrible game. Uh, and people start getting into like, well, is he really? Did we really show? Let's revisit the Marcus Smart thing. Is that going the way it should? Like, uh, after the game, after the uh, loss to Indiana, Christops Porzingis said, Holiday is sacrificing the most, uh, which may be true, yeah. but. Holiday to his credit was like, Yeah, I I don't care that I'm sacrificing the most. He he basically acknowledged, like, yes, I am, and I don't care. And so except
1: for Horford, which you know, he pointed out he's like, Except like Horford went to the bench. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's those two, right?
0: Yes. So yes, so those two guys have that same kind of like uh level of uh sacrifice, and, and that's great. Like, this is this is what you need, you need Uh, somebody to give up something when you've got this much talent together. So just just an acknowledgement that he he had this great game. He hit one of the most audacious three-pointers I've seen. That corner three, that step back was a huge, huge shot. And I'm like, I cannot believe that he took that shot. The stones on him to take that shot was amazing.
1: It was also the second most audacious shot he took because he attempted a dunk that he had no chance of putting
0: down. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So crazy confidence, man. <laughs> that dude is quiet. He yeah. is, he's, he's like, if you turn tip mark is smart and you turn the emotion down from like 15 to like five, you know, he's just so even keeled. Um, which I think, honestly, side note, it's a horrible time to bring this up. Gotta go to break, but. Uh, that even keeled while still doing a lot of the same stuff is I think a big part of why the Celtics are doing what they're doing because they're not prone to a lot of the emotional swings, which you know, as much as I love Marcus Smart, sometimes when you ride that roller coaster, it's you know, you have ups and downs. And uh one thing that that Holiday does not do is ride a roller coaster. So he takes some crazy shots, but he's an incredible defender, but he he keeps that. You know, he keeps that on an even level, man. And he said yeah. it. He said that exact same thing last night. He's like, my job is to like stay, stay even and, and get out of the way. And he's doing it. Uh, all right. Uh, Celtics, a big back-to-back, uh, I don't know how, well, let's just see how big is this back-to-back? We'll talk about that in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at better help who know that therapy is important. I know that therapy is important. I've gone to therapy. I think it's something that can benefit just about everybody from working through just some of the daily stress so it doesn't pile up and you don't start taking it out on people to deeper issues maybe that have been around for a while that you're ready to finally address. Whatever it is, therapy is a great way to do it. And I know that finding a good therapist is extraordinarily difficult because you got to find somebody that's close to you And driving distance, that's not going to take you away from work. It's one of the biggest things that takes you away from therapy. Now you have BetterHelp, who is going to make everything convenient. This is designed to be uh, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. You do it all online over video or over text or over the phone. You decide once you're matched with somebody if you don't click, you can switch no charge. It's the most important thing when it comes to therapy, you have to trust your therapist, you have to connect with your therapist. If you don't, it's not going to work, but better help. Make sure that you can, because you can switch at any time with no additional charge, go to betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA. You get 10% off your first month, betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA. Uh, that's going to, uh, get you that 10% off and get you started on a very important journey. Thank you for making lockdown Celtics. Your first listen every day, go check out On sports today. The first ever national sports, 24, seven, 24, seven streaming channel on YouTube. Forget about those contrived debate shows. We've got actual conversation, meaningful conversation on the biggest stories across the, the sports landscape every day, all day. Uh, so go check it out. Lockdown sports today, uh, streaming on YouTube. All right, let's get back to this conversation. Tom Celtics are facing the Minnesota Timberwolves at home Wednesday night and the Milwaukee bucks on the road on Thursday. This is a very difficult back to back, uh, brutal games, six, uh, games, uh, four and five in seven nights and uh this is this is uh they get Minnesota on a back to back. Minnesota's in Orlando uh tonight. So that that's that's good. You get yeah. you get them on a back to back. That Orlando to Boston back to back that's tough. That's a that's a long flight a long to flight. go from, you know. So I remember one of the toughest sw- trips I had was Boston to Miami back to back. That one was brutal. Uh but so anyway, so you get Minnesota there, so that, that's good. Milwaukee's kind of struggling, but this is huge. And, here's, the, and here's the too st-
1: much information for your listeners. My worst flight was Boston to San Francisco when I had a stomach bug.
0: Oh, yeah, that is horrible. That so. <laughs> well, it sucked for you, but it was probably the worst flight for many of the other people on board as well.
1: Well, I kept it together, man. I, I was I was dying, but I kept it together.
0: Wow. Yeah. Uh, a different. All right. Well, hope, hopefully people aren't made sick by what's coming up against Minnesota and Milwaukee. Uh, um, I think I look the back-to-back part is, is really big. I think the Celtics uh, have an opportunity there uh, against Minnesota to maybe take advantage of them being uh, a little bit, a little bit down. Maybe they're catching Milwaukee at the right time. Cause they're struggling. Uh, if you can get past the, the, this little stretch, then it lightens up a little bit the rest of the way you still get Denver Dallas, Miami, the Clippers, Indy again. Uh, how about this though? Side note: I'm I'm jumping all over the place today. They play Indy for the fifth time by the end of January. That's incredible. Um, but anyway, this back to back. What what are you thinking here?
1: So many opportunities for Aaron Nesmith to to uh, to to just uh, to, to be mad at the Celtics again.
0: Just yeah, just to take people out, scratch yeah. Porzingis' eye. I don't know. Maybe land on somebody's foot, Maybe you uh, know, kick, kick somebody in the face. I don't know. Anything is possible with Aaron Neesmith.
1: Yeah. Um. I, look, I think this is an interesting back to back. I think it's like, especially you look at where Milwaukee's at right now and just how they've been playing. And you know, that one, like, I don't know. You if you don't want to get too wrapped up in narratives at this stage, right? It's still early enough that you don't want to get too wrapped up in that. But at the same time, Milwaukee's really struggling. They seem really frustrated. Um, and, and like, you would just kind of hate if you're the Celtics to go in there and, and like, you know, kind of give them that scheduled win against a rival, right? Like that, like, you know, you kind of want to like, yeah. you want that team to, you want to kick them while they're down a little bit. Cause, yes. um, you know, like they're down right now. They, they just lost to Utah and, um, uh, you know, they're and they're, the rockets and the rockets they're, they're, they're going through it. So you would like yeah. to continue to make them go through it. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really interested in that game. I think there's a lot that can happen there. I think Minnesota is interesting just because they're so good. And like the first time the Celtics played them, I thought that was the only game so far this season. The Celtics have had a bunch of games, right? They've, they've lost a few. Um, You know, had some close ones. That was the only game where I was like, huh? Like, and not that they can't, but the only game where I was like, huh, how do they beat this team? You know, like there's every other yeah. team that they've played this year. I've been like, okay. This might have gone different. They could try this. They could do this. Minnesota's just got so many good defensive pieces, so much length, so many, so many kind of counters on the defensive end that the Celtics like, and to, to your point earlier, right? If the Celtics defense starts with their offense and their offense struggles against a defense like Minnesota's, I'm interested to see what they've got. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's I think it's a really big back-to-back. And I think, you know, no guarantee on either of those wins. And I think that's one of the reasons why you kind of would have really liked to have had. The win on Monday so that you're not, you know, looking mm. at this and being like, boy, you'd hate to be on a three game losing streak after all the good that you've done so far this season. And, and not that they're going to, they're capable of beating the Timberwolves. They're cap- They're certainly capable of beating the bucks, but um yeah, I, th- I think it's, I think it's a good test and I think it's kind of a big one. I'm, I'm very curious. I, I think this is going to yeah. be a, a, a fun stretch of basketball here.
0: Yeah. And I I don't want to make it, I don't want to overblow like say, oh, this is going to tell us a lot about this team. We we I think we know what this team yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. But it goes it goes back to like the the motivation. I think the one thing that it will kind of tell us about this team is their ability to kind of put the the. the this is the tough part of the schedule. We've talked about that January when you are good is a a tough month because you know you're good. You know, you can beat all of these teams. And so you're like, eh, okay, I'm tired. We just, this is game four and five of seven nights. So you just played three and four nights and you're about to play another three and four night stretch. This is a brutal time. Uh, you know, guys, guys are tired. I hate to tell everybody, but I'm sorry. These guys are young and elite athletes. They also get tired. This is going to be tough, but. Maybe the saving grace is Minnesota comes in having lost to the Knicks, the Pelicans beat the Rockets, lost to the Mavericks, and now they're playing uh, Orlando the the day before. Now, what we're probably going to root for as we're watching this game, you probably have, I mean the game's over by the time everybody who's going to hear this, but as I'm watching this game, you're probably going to sit there and hope for Orlando. Just you know, come on, Paolo Bancaro, just go out there and and be be big and tough and strong and, and beat the hell out of these guys and make this a, a a hard fought game that it it doesn't matter who wins. It's just make this a tough game where you, you you have to really work hard to, to get to the end and to, to then come in on the back to back. The Celtics can take advantage of that. And then you got Milwaukee whose last few games, you got lot, two losses to the Pacers. So Celtics shouldn't feel so bad. Um, They beat the Spurs by four. They lost to the Rockets and they lost to the Jazz. So not the best stretch of Bucks basketball right now. And then now they're just waiting for the Celtics. They have a couple of nights before they they face the Celtics and that's on TNT. So everybody's got to play in that game. Uh, So I, I just feel like this is an opportunity for Boston to take what could be a very difficult back to back and maybe squeak by with like uh catching catching two teams, two good teams, uh at a down part of their schedule.
1: Yeah, I mean that would be that would be the ideal for the Celtics. I mean, the other big thing about the about the Bucs game, right, is you, looking at tiebreaker scenarios. It's never too early to start looking at that stuff. Sure, um, sure. So, yeah, no, big games. I mean, I think to your point, right? It's like it's less about like, ooh, I want to see what this tells me about the Celtics again you're right like we know what this team is and yeah and they're really good um well it's it's more about just like you know you lose two games here and right now you've got this really nice three and a half game lead you know you're you're just you're like just cruising along and you know you lose a couple of games here and that starts to tighten up a little bit especially since one of those games would be to a team um, that that's uh that's toward the top with you so yeah I'm, more, more about the more about the actual implications than the what does it tell us implications. Right, right.
0: So, okay, so Minnesota, Milwaukee, nothing on Friday. Houston on Saturday. Then, then uh, Toronto. This is like every other day. A road back to back. Houston, Dallas, which is not so bad. They finally get two days off on the twenty third and the twenty fourth. Like, oh, whew, finally. Uh, and then at the end of the month, they get three home games that start uh, a. A seven game homestand. So that, that gets us pretty close to the all-star break. So things will start to loosen up a little bit. Hopefully this, this back-to-back, this all this can come out on top. And then that Houston game on Saturday with Ime coming back, is going to be super interesting. Uh, I don't even know what to make of that game, uh, but I'll be here. Thank you, Tom. Uh, appreciate you hopping on. Appreciate you, man. Uh, as always, uh, I will be here for all of that. I will be here. Hey, I get to take Friday off from podcasting. Yay. Uh, but I will be here Saturday night. I will be here, uh, every time they play. So next Friday when they play Denver, I will podcast, uh, a week from Saturday when they play or two weeks from Saturday when they play the Clippers, I will be here to podcast. So plenty of action here covered entirely on the lockdown Celtics podcast. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast. If you're a new listener, go ahead and subscribe. If you are a regular listener, one of my everydayers, you know, I love you. Thank you so much. Come say hi if you're at the game, section 19, uh, right by the player's tunnel. So find the Celtics bench, find the player's tunnel. You'll find me right next to that. Come say hi. I would also love it if you share the podcast, you spread the word. Tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.